0: I don't,
1: even, I don't know what's this special about oysters. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're cool. I don't though. They don't produce pearls, do they? Maybe it has something to do with pearls.
0: It's clams, right? Is that clams. No, it's an yeah. oyster. No.
1: Is it? Uh, so, did you have you guys ever had
2: like seafood, like shellfish on a half shell before? Like
1: a, before you guys gave up fish or or meat?
2: No. Never.
1: Oh. No. I've seen it. I've never, never done, never done mm. an oyster. But yeah, you guys don't do oyster shooters you
2: know, <laughs> in the off time.
1: <laughs> Somebody, really,
0: yeah, but I don't talk about
1: it. Yeah, I was hanging out with this with some neighbor and they were like, Oh, I go squitting, and they're like, Oh, it's so fun squitting, squitting, and then they're like, You should go. And I'm like, No, I don't want to go. And they're like, No, go. they're like very emph- emphatical about me going squitting, <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going squitting. I don't <laughs> like think it's just, and they're like, it's like they scream so terribly when they're dying, and I'm like, that sounds like the worst thing of my life.
0: <laughs> hey, listen, I have a moral objection. This is like, it's not that easy. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Did you want? Did you guys want to hear my car story? My car. I bought a new car, Jordan.
2: Good. I like to hear the whole thing. well You leased a new car, right?
0: Leased a new car, right? a new car. for now. It's oh, yeah. lease. But anyway. So yeah, our, our uh, I think I was telling Jacob yesterday a little bit at the beginning, but the alternator on our other car went out and like, I could typically replace the alternator in a car, but like where it's at in our car is so hard to get to. And I can't work on it technically in the driveway, like of our apartments. And so we couldn't get a rental car for like two weeks. Like everything in the area was like booked, like fully. And then... Uh, we can't get an appointment until like saturday with like a mechanic and so we're just like what do we do like we're not going to take ubers back and forth to work every single day right so we were like fuck it i guess we'll just buy a car we got the fucking car so it's been uh it's been great and we're just waiting on getting our other one fixed now great job So we'll have two nice sweet uh, moving up in the world now
1: moving on up Transportation. I was just thinking about that today. Um, somebody in my household just got a new like scooter, like a sweet electric one. And I, I've always liked scooters. I think me, me you, me and Jacob, were both scooter gang and I, or she has one now. And I used it today to go run an errand and it's such a sweet, modern mode of like transportation in like, if you live in a suburban area where it's like kind of a little bit of a distance between stuff. Like, the electric scooter is, like, I don't know. I feel like it's an essential, like, modern mode of transportation if you're in, like, a city, in my view.
0: Is it, like, an electric version of, like, the, like, Razor scooters that you, like, see in the city? Or is it, like, a scooter as in, like, a moped?
1: Um, no, like you're like ones you'd seen in a city kind of like that at Segway. So Segway actually has a lot of different scooters and all sorts of stuff. They do, they're crazy with their designs and stuff. Um, but like you can rent the scooters locally where I'm at. Like, I think they're razor brand scooters and those are kind of cool. They have a little card on the front. Um, but this one, she, she had purchased, um, and it's electric has like a separate battery pack too, but the range is like 28 miles on a one charge and you can buy an external battery You could double that um and then it, the top speeds at 19 miles an hour that thing what? is so fast dude i was going so fast by i was buying beer i can i can make it to my house to a store quicker than a car could because you used a shortcut and i'm just telling you dude it was sweet you
0: cruised down the sidewalk too like
1: yeah, on the road and on the sidewalk. Yeah. I'm a I'm an ace in the hole on roads. <laughs> the roads.
0: Just thread the needle everywhere. Just... People, no, I see those in, because those are all over Portland, like the electric scooters. People fucking dip on those things. I literally see them flying by, and I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, I'm faster than most cars are in the city.
1: Yeah, electric. I think electric battery technology has advanced a lot now, where electric electric scooters that are used are like they're so viable because they're not that expensive. And the battery powers awesome, you don't, obviously you don't awesome. need a whole
2: lot of it you know yeah. of energy to power the scooter, yeah, I think so last time it was super sweet, like last time I was home for the funeral or whatever, Jordan and I went to see a baseball game, <laughs> and we got pretty uh we we took a fall on some scooters, it was pretty legit. <laughs> um and then also we were dipping pretty hard on some scooters in oakland a few years ago when we went to go see a uh, oakland days versus mariners game in oakland and it was like super fun the, the scooters are so fun
1: they are they're just super legit so i'm yeah. i'm probably i'm probably gonna buy one i was gonna buy one um when the other one was purchased but um i just didn't at the time but now that i'm using using one i'm like this is so practical <laughs> So catch me on the streets.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> scooter gang. hashtag. <laughs> I, haven't,
0: I haven't ridden one yet. Just so oh, make that clear. Yeah. I haven't ridden one yet. And I've attempted to, but I'm always just, I just never have a situation where I'm have free time or like <laughs> go anywhere downtown in Portland, just like business home errands and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: You could have a delivery scooter, bro. Think about that.
0: We've actually thought about it. We were going to do a bike, like bike delivery, Mm. just like local. Yeah. Uh, My bike's kind of a piece of shit. So, like, that wouldn't really work, but they have like those rental bikes too that have like pedal assist.
1: Yeah. Uh, Electric bike would be good too. Yeah.
0: People dip on those pretty hard. Like, they're pretty
2: quick. Uh, I'm going to get in a quick intro here. So, uh, welcome back, friends. Uh, Thanks for sticking it out with us uh, during our difficult time uh uh welcome back to leftovers podcast what's up dudes uh i'm jacob with me's jason and jordan uh before we go any further uh huge shout out to our patrons for sticking with us too so thank you christine eric remy rj and austin you guys are our rider guys. and uh so super sick to have friends support the show uh if any other listeners want to help build leftovers podcast please donate to the patreon or follow us on instagram facebook youtube or our newly built subreddit over at r backslash leftovers podcast all these opportunities to help out leftovers will be linked in the episode description and yeah let's start the show let's go
1: Yeah. Wait, can you guys hear that right now? That yeah. like loud that? rumbling sound. There's been fighter pilots, fighter pl- fighter pilots, fighter planes, like like the F. I don't know. I'm not a plane guy. I don't know like military yeah. planes, like those crazy jet looking ones, flying yeah. like insanely close to my house, all day, yeah. off and on. What are you doing? So there? that's what Why that is. Fourth house? of July, dude. Is it? Are they doing it for like? F- is it like an event? Yeah, I don't fighters. know. I they don't, don't look know. like the Blue Angels.
0: Hmm. i was on a baseball team called the jet fighters when i was on <laughs> t-ball
1: <laughs> so, oh
0: well, uh, we got to pick the name too so that was cool
2: that's just a sick name <laughs> how do you guys pick you guys just like shout out names we literally
0: we're just like jet fighter it was like a bunch <laughs> of us said it and it was like okay we'll do it
1: <laughs> there's a certain niche to like elementary school team names like i remember one just like that it was duncan dinos they were like what name do you guys want and we we're like uh dunkin dinos so we're the dunkin dinos for like the whole season which is sick still a sweet name i
2: have that dunkin dinos team photo of you i'm not i wasn't even on the team i don't even know how i got that photo but i have it
1: (laughs) yeah so good stuff
2: yeah so i think today we wanted to kind of talk a little bit about uh toxic masculinity right male friendship uh you know dudes doing stuff together and all that right and i think it kind of stems from uh this obviously like twitter thread that blew up a few weeks ago by this dude who's uh peg obri peg O'Brien, peg and he basically like suggests that this is how this is how the tweet, tweet started out. Is on top of being a stupid lie, the retconning of ancient male friendship as homosexuality has dangerous implicating, damaging implications today. Uh, he continues, seems harder and harder to deny that the normalization of homosexuality has killed intimate male friendship. Uh, and <laughs> this is a few threats here, obviously. But I like Bronze Age Mantis, which you know, I don't know, that's a pretty sweet name. <laughs> Uh, his spin on this that the powers that be made strong male bonding impossible because it's too politically dangerous. Small bands of men bound together in do or die friendships can destroy a regime. I mean, is it though? Is it dangerous?
0: How many regimes are we trying to destroy? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're all, all men are soldiers. Are, we're all Spartan warriors. You, <laughs> you know? know, like, uh, we're fighting this invisible enemy. Who knows who it is?
1: You got the Twitter link? Share the Twitter link there. Let me look at the thread on that. Because that's, it's such a like, um, interesting topic. I remember when it first came out on Twitter and I was reading it and it was like, this. the thread's really long. I don't know how many subtweets he has. It's like 50 Let me pull this up. Oh, yeah, dude. It's so many. Oh, my gosh. It's so many. But the thing was is, like, I didn't – it kind of – I didn't even look at to, like, the context or what he's trying to portray as an individual about this whole thing. It's just (laughs) that, like – the tweet that got me, like I looked at it, it says, seems harder and harder to deny that normalization of homosexuality has killed intimate male relationships.
2: That's what pulled me into.
1: Yeah, that's what pulled me in. That's like, that was like the quote that got the most retweets like 5,000. But it got me thinking about that. Because I think he's trying to say like, hey, I think homosexuality is ruining male friendships, but he doesn't understand the idea that it's it's toxic masculinity that's ruining male relationships. He thinks yeah. the stem of the problem is maybe normalization of homosexuality, but he's mis misreading that information, thinking that that's that's the root cause or the problem. The problem is when, like, that exact thing. Like, it's it's okay for guys to be friends. It's not it's not it's not a big deal there's nothing gay about it, but I think there's a form of toxic masculinity that there's a certain element of being manly and being friends and jokes around that. And it's, it's such a like bad part. I think of being a guy is that there's this kind of level of, I don't see like anti-gay, but almost like if you're a guy, like you can't do certain things cause you don't guys are nervous about other guys viewing that as gay or feminine or whatever yeah. they, they label that. And it's that, that form of toxic masculinity that is the problem with that. And he's not understanding that I don't think from those tweets.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I read that, I don't know if you guys caught all my emails, but I just like, I just had so many like thoughts in that. And, and at that point I was like, Oh yeah, I should probably be on Twitter to just like, just, it was just so many thoughts to, all do, the, to do the
2: same thing. Yeah. To,
0: and, and like, it just, it just blows my mind that he sits there and he points, like you said, toxic masculinity is the issue that causes us to fear homosexuality or to like hate it or disapprove of it and like the thing is if nobody in history ever cared about homosexuality we wouldn't be speculating if people were homos or or friends or whatever we wouldn't be we wouldn't care if dudes were gay or friends it just wouldn't even come into our heads you know and it, it brings up like a point that i thought about too where it's like for a second i was like yeah it's kind of almost like we don't really need to speculate on historical figures whether they were gay or not you know like that just seems irrelevant to whatever historical context may may be you know but at the same time it's like just if there's no proof that there's homosexuality which he gets at right there's no proof they could just been close friends which is 100 true right Like, they could have been, and that's fine, too. But if there's no proof that they were gay, there's no proof that they weren't gay. And, like, speculating on that is not that big of a deal, to be honest. And it's, like, if it's, like, oh, it, it just normalized it in so many ways. Oh, maybe he was gay. Maybe he had a really close, intimate friend that was the same sex. Like, both of those situations don't matter. Like, they're not, you know, it's not a big deal for either of those situations to be true, and I think that's where he, like, that's where people in their arguments against homosexuality fall off the point. It's like, you just continuing to hate homosexuality is the same, you know, like, Judeo-Christian ideology that hated homosexuality that got us into the position that we are in today, and I think a lot of it comes up when, like, in historical things, like, like with new Marvel movies coming out, there's, like, a new Loki movie coming out, right, and Loki, if you read anything about Loki's actual mythology, he's a weird person and, like, very fluid sexually and, like, was a horse at one point and had sex with another horse. There's, like, all sorts of weird stuff in Greek and, you know, Norse mythology. Just mythology and, in
2: general, yeah. Yeah, mythology
0: yeah. in general. And I think that people see that and then when, like, people get some sort of representation, right, like trans people or queer people in general just get any sort of representation or, like, a bone thrown to them in a major way like in a marvel movie like those like men that are so fragile that they can't handle being thought of as a homosexual they lose their mind there's like why is this culture so obsessed with with everything being gay now and it's like dude it's not people are just gay like <laughs> we're not obsessed <laughs> with it people are just gay and it's normal like yeah it's so fine and, and it's and it's for me it's interesting too because like i don't have a problem admitting it like i'm not straight you know what i mean like i'm 100 bisexual and it's like so weird to be like a dude dude though you know and to still be like feminine in a lot of ways and to still be like gay in those like men's circles and i've like found it like fun for me to make other men really uncomfortable by talking about it (laughs) you know like yeah like why does this make you uncomfortable who cares like just admit it like even if it's not gay and it's just something you do it doesn't matter you know what I mean
2: I mean I think takes like this and like this isn't you know this isn't I don't know why this blew up so much because you know people have been talking about it forever like this is like a classic conservative like take you know what I mean I think a real you know, if you work in any type of like construction or work in a factory or whatever, you're going to hear this on the shop floor or on the work site or whatever, right? This is just like everyday chatter, but for whatever reason, this blew up, but it it, it is very, it comes from this place of like insecurity, right? Like he's suggesting that, be, I think he's implying that because the normalization of homosexuality in men, Is in the mainstream. Therefore, that I I I can't be friend just close friend with someone because as a straight male, because then people will think I'm gay. It's like, well, what if you just don't care? That you know what I mean? Like, what if your friends just what if you just treat your friends how you think how how you want to treat them? You know what I mean? Like whether that's good or bad or whatever, and they'll decide how they will reciprocate their friendship, whether that'll be friendship or non-friendship, right? Like. It's just such a, I don't know, uh, stupid, insecure guy thing to be like, well, I can't have friends now because they might think I'm gay. It, it kind of sounds like this dude isn't even super worried about being gay. He's more like, I don't have
1: friends. The like, gays took my friends. The gays took my dude friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he has an
0: excuse to to be a weird loner now. yeah. <laughs>
1: Which is such a bad take. What a hot take that is, I got to say. Um, and to kind of speak to your, your point and also kind of take one from what you're, you're saying, Jason, is that it's, an ex- it, it exposed male fragility. Like, is that how you say it? Fragility? Yeah. Yeah. That It's, 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 that's what's going on here is that normalization of gay people that exist in society is representation. It's important. That's how you grow and change in society is you need to see these things. People, trans people, bi people, also anybody. Non-binary people, they need to see representation in society to feel welcome and and inclusive. And that's part of that, but like it, it, it is, it did change the male friendship dynamic from people that were maybe grew up in the eighties and were guy friends to now. Yeah, I agree. It is different because now it's, it's real. People are in real situations in real life and they're fine with being gay and gays. Gay's okay. It's not a big deal at all. But it's good to see representation. But it, if any of this process throughout that since the '80s to now, it's just an exposure of how frail the magic, the male ego is about being perceived as gay. You see it all the time. Like even normal stuff, day to day things, keep keeping your hands in good condition. Guys would be like, "Wow, that's that's gay." There's something you know like that. All sorts of stuff, and it's. I don't know. It's worth exposing because I think the right kind of leans from like a political perspective. I think the right kind of leans into that kind of male machismo, ego type, toxic. That's part of the problem with the right, in my view, is that the way their culture orientation is or what they view, you know, Western chauvinism, proud boy shit, all that bullshit. Um, It's part of that shit on the right that's just so toxic and terrible for society. So I think it's good to see this kind of take on Twitter and us talking about it.
2: Well it sucks to see this kind of take on Twitter well, no. it sucks, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I know it's a saying. terrible take on Twitter, so we can talk about it. Yeah. Uh so I, I scrolled a little bit down further and he goes, ha. You know, he's quoting someone. Obviously, people commenting on his thing saying, haha, you have no friends, loser. Well, and then he responds, Well, not only do I have friends, but not all of them are internet anons, So there. Uh but through K through twelve, I was three years younger than everyone else in my class. So I so that made making friends difficult and yes I was bullied but thankfully unlike libs who act out their trauma to try and recreate their bullying at the level of politics I grew out of my loser and nerd past but it in the immortal words of the great justice Brett Kavanaugh lifting weights drinking beer and hanging out it's like you didn't do those things like you didn't and it's weird to even suggest that Oh, I was a, you know, I grew out of my loser nerd past. I mean, you're still kind of nerdy. You're writing a thing about, not that it's bad, but (laughs) this guy, this guy sucks. Like you're writing a a thing on the internet about how homosexuality is bad for male friendship. Like, no, just go be fucking friends with your friends, man. Just because people don't want to be friends with you or because you're uncomfortable by your own self-perceived, like, Notions of society or what other people are thinking of you, like go fuck go fuck yourself. Like, I don't have any qualm with being friends with people. Like, I have multiple levels of friends with different people, obviously. Like, and none of that is dictated by oh, I think this is might be getting two k. What does that even mean?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Some weird excuse for like I don't know. Some I don't understand that like. It, to see that take and then to be like this is my gonna be my reaction is like that it, it ruins something that i had previously it, it you know with that i should friendship. have had previously
2: but i didn't. should have had
1: yeah like the the blame is on that it, it just
2: mm-hmm.
1: doesn't uh, it doesn't really add up you know the perception is just they can't handle the situation so they want to blame it or choose it on something else and here's the pro tip for you you know what you know what being masculine being a man is is being insecure be secure with your sexuality and who you are as a person an individual and caring about that mm-hmm. instead of some stupid perception about what some person would care about your sexuality in the first place that is like a definition of toxic masculinity just be yourself dude and yeah. quit quit it you know
0: like the, the part about this whole thing that i don't get is like I've, I've never had a stranger come up to me and be like are you gay <laughs> that's never happened to me you know what i mean and like i've had people say some wild shit or you know do some wild shit to me and like i used to get picked on when i had like longer hair or i've been like whistle that and call the girl and like you know because i used to wear girl pants and wear makeup and paint my nails and like and, and like i like doing all that stuff you know what i mean like i don't do it so much anymore but like i still like it's not like oh that was just some young immature thing to do i'm like no i just I like my legs in fishnets, and I like my nails with paint on them. But like, I just don't do it, you know. Like, but it's like, what are you so worried about? Like, the the whole idea is that you are worried about being perceived a certain way, as if when people perceive something, they call it out. Like, that's not that's not what happens. Like, how many times have you and Jordan been somewhere and somebody's just like, "Oh, look at you guys are gay, aren't you?" No, like that doesn't happen. Like I've had really good friends that I (laughs) hang out with all the time, and like nobody's ever been like, "Hey, you dudes are gay, right?" Yeah. And like, so it's just like, where does it stop? Like, I hug my friends. I've kissed my friends. I've had, you know, like I've dyed my friend's hair and like washed his hair out in the shower. You know what I mean? Like helped him. Like, there's like who? (laughs) It's it's just so weird. Like, what's happening to this person? to make them so angry about being perceived this way because i'm like how often does it happen to you where you are aware of someone's perception of you yeah because most of the time you're not it's all just inside of your head nothing's actually happening the thing that i probably what is actually happening is this dude probably sees really close male friends and then assumes they're gay and then hates them or Mm -hmm. he sees gay people out there and gets fucking pissed off and probably starts shit with people because this is the kind of guy that like would start shit with me. Like I've had people that just start shit with me for no fucking reason. And I'm just like, what? I'm not doing anything but existing. And like, you are just gonna be some big macho dude that comes over and like wants to fuck with me. And it's happened my whole fucking life. And I'm like, I've never done anything, but just be nice to people and like- Be yourself. Yeah, be yourself. And like these people just want to fight you if you like look different or if you're doing something that they think is stupid whatever so like if anything this guy probably has the fucking worst attitude out in public yeah and no one's ever perceived him as gay but he probably perceives everyone as fucking gay and he hates them
2: including himself he probably like yeah. is fearful for himself right and i know that's like kind of a trope or whatever or a state like a uh, common cliche to be like oh these guys are just worried about being gay which i don't know if that's necessarily true but it's also like they definitely see themselves that way doing certain actions so they they avoid those things they don't wear certain colors or, you know, whatever, like, because, Oh, that's, that's a gay color. Or that's a girl color. I don't want to be that. It's like, how stupid it's just limiting.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's like a, it's such a negative, it's such a negative feed for guys to like focus on or, or, or be have any sort of concern about that stuff, it, stuff as far as like, what people care about that or, or what they should think. It makes me think like that guy had like some close friend or some friend that wasn't gay back in the past, but now is gay. And he had like, it ruined his friendship out, or, yeah. or some. but he can't just deal with the fact that some dude is gay <laughs> and that some, some dudes like other dudes or that other people like other people, like it has to be some sort of traditional Western mm-hmm. experience only. Well,
0: I think that's go ahead, Jason. Oh, I was gonna say it's, it's just, it's not weird for a dude to have another friend that's a dude that's gay. Yeah, that's not it's not weird at all and it's not like oh they're gonna sneak in and put put their fingers in your butt you know like they're gonna do that to you it's like no they're not going to like how many women do you know sneak into your bedroom and mess with you you know like it doesn't happen people just you know like people obviously rape people and sexually assault people but like that's real but like on a normal basis like that like gay guys don't like just come up and like want to with straight dudes like that just you know yeah. what i mean like it's just never happened to me in any time i've had a gay friend or met someone that was like openly gay and like you know yeah. like, just said it like oh just so you know i'm gay and like you know and, and it's like it's not weird at all it's so not weird
1: it's kind of like a meme almost it's like it's like a meme among dudes that there's like the joke about like oh you know yeah. <laughs> I told, I talked, we talked about this last time a little bit but like people like all, everyday stuff, like a dad seeing a kid eating his, a kid eating a banana, but holding it and eating it like normal, but like kids saying, you got to break it up the banana. You can't eat it in one piece. Cause it's, it's gay. And I was like, that is like the lamest, like toxic masculinity <laughs> passed on thing I've ever heard in my life. What is that? What is that?
2: Yeah. I mean, I okay, so like to kind of kinda evolve this conversation here, like, or maybe I want to stay on this topic obviously, but I think it's this type of like toxic masculinity is so dangerous for the like because I, I think it like um infiltrates or precedes the like incel communities or like you know, maybe the male chauvinist movement or whatever, right? I don't even want to call, really call that a movement. Isn't a movement? I don't know. But, like, the men's right shit and, you know, and, because it's all, like, punching down, right? People who are already oppressed. Like, women, it's, like, this whole thing is, like, I, I, I don't know who this fucking peg guy is, but I imagine if you looked in, he probably hates feminism. He probably hates, uh, you know, uh, he probably thinks that some states are too liberal and give the, uh, uh, attorney that like, um, I'm sorry, when people get divorced and they split up their kids, I can't think of that word, but, uh, custody of kids to women do much. Right. Um, and so it's, it's just that kind of same thing. Like I'd hear it all the time, like well Washington state, you know, the women are always right. It's like, and not really, you know, that's not how it works. There's a reason behind that why women tend to get that because, you know, traditionally in the fifties when you know, a lot of the shit was going on, like divorces started to become more popular 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, like wh- men were still the breadwinners, right? That's why. And then the women stayed home to take care of the children. That's why. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty easy. You could probably easily trace the historical nature of that. But I think this stuff is dangerous because it it puts these people into a loop of self-deprecation. And so it's like, I don't believe in these type of values. Let's say, like, the liberal values that they, they suppose the world is under or informed by. And they, so they further assume that, like, I don't want to fall into that. But then they isolate themselves from the rest of society and then they so they continue to blame it and they continue to go further and further into the community that supports them and their ideals all the while continuing to further themselves from society so you have that in cell community where you can't get a girlfriend because well i'm not going to take care of my hands or bathe every day or not just you know satiate myself with world of warcraft every single day all day whatever like And I'm saying, I don't care if you do that. The problem is when you start blaming other people for you're not having a girlfriend or you're not having uh, friendships, you're not having whatever type of meaningful relationship you're trying to do because you're doing it to yourself. And this type of stuff is exactly what builds that. This perception of society of like men should act a certain way and men are supposed to be tough and men are supposed to have supposed to smell or whatever and it's like society it's like it's said all the time we live in a society and <laughs> society moves forward right like you can't just we keep harkening back and I feel like it's a very conservative thing to like hearken back to the past right when men were men but it's like I don't know 1950s modern man probably, you know, it doesn't look like a, he looked pretty privileged and feminine to the guy in the village who has to like grow his own corn or whatever, you know what I mean? In like the German village or whatever, because we're modern humans now. We're not like agricultural nomads. So we've evolved and that includes like modernity and keeping up with what other people are doing. And you have, like, unfortunately, if you want to be a part of society, you get, to- you have to participate. Society is made by us, and these people continue to isolate themselves. And like, I don't think that's manly enough.
1: What? I feel like it's, it's, it's kind of. You see a lot of like, on the on the right, like male dominated, like. Polit- politically, media, things like that, where they kind of procure that kind of Western civilization chauvinism type perspective that has kind of existed in, in the US. And I think cha- change is good in the way of people and in representation in, in the US. And, you know, it, it bleeds to all different levels from like in the past. The US history is obviously very tumultu- tumultuous with all sorts of people of different groups and backgrounds. And, um, it's really cool to see the change in society and how, you know, people are, are viewed, um, you know, from an inclusivity perspective, but um, it's definitely, a you know, I think concern on the right that you see that, it, and it can lead down to all sorts of bad roads and negative roads if like, you look at the like Right-wing terrorism and things that of that nature. A lot of the ask any one of those guys, or not ask them, but look at any of those guys' history and how they are perceived as how they perceive women or society. It's like it only brings down society. It it the only path for the right on that sort of male culture orientation is just it's a de-evolution society. It's it's bringing society down. Versus, I think the left can uphold and push those real, true morals that people or guys should have that help push society forward in a, in a positive manner, you know?
2: Yeah. I would, I would further that and say, not even that guy should have that. Just people should have, people. you yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, because, you know, if we're going to get into, if we're, you know, if we're going to accept the notion, which I think we all are right. Like that gender is rather fluid and I don't know if anyone can identify a hundred percent as anything like, what does it, what does it matter? not only what society perceives us as, which whatever if that's even happening, and too like what is it what does it matter if I'm a guy and I act a certain way. It doesn't.
0: I, I think that something that is kind of not necessarily a positive but is very revealing is that you see this too when you're and not to get off topic, but like when you're talking about like racial justice as well where the people that stem to lose more control in society have the biggest backlash to progress, to real progress and real equality or real equity. And like, it just, it, it's really revealing that it's like, okay, if you're actually scared of these things, that means that you're admitting that you are in a place of privilege or of power. But those people are always the, the first ones to deny any sort of privilege in society and like you know they're they're the type of people that say oh i worked real hard to get where i am you know and it's like oh yeah you probably fucked off in college you know drunk the whole time called me buzz got bees uh uh, that's office reference um and then you know like oh i got a job with my dad and blah 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 or something like that you know what i mean it's like oh yeah those people worked really i'm not doubting that they probably don't think that they worked hard you know they're their lived experience is different than everyone so like i heard
2: a good saying the other day for what you're trying to explain it's starting on third and thinking you hit a triple
0: yeah exactly that's yeah that's a really good way to put it and it's baseball so i like it uh baseball baseball. (laughs) (laughs) speaking of are are you kenny's dad's or (laughs) um anyway um it's just, yeah, I, I guess the point I was making is it's just really revealing that they obviously know that, like, they, they stem to lose some sort of control over society, and got, you start to see that in the fringe groups of these, right? Like, in, like, the Proud Boys, in these, like, far-right groups that claim to not be what they actually are, you know, like, which is far-right extremist groups. And, like, another thing I was going to say is it's, it, if you look at how these people – target their like their movements or their activism or whatever you know it's they always compare the left and the right you know like far activism as the same thing when it's like if you look at far right extremism and when you're talking about sexism and homophobia and all this stuff it comes from that you know distrust and that hate for specific people and they want society like you said to revert back to some time where we didn't accept something and it's, like, if you look at what, like, oh, yeah, maybe far-right extremists don't go and break the windows of banks and businesses and stuff like that. But, like, when the, when the far left is, like, rioting or, you know, protesting or doing whatever it's doing, it's, like, it has a target that is usually based in some sort of humanitarian effort or some sort of, like, you know, like, I consider anti-capitalism humanitarian <laughs> because, like, yeah. capitalism is not humanitarian at all. And so it just, like, I understand on one point when people in the middle that don't understand how fringe the right is and, like, what the actual goals of are, are of that, of these people that are actually out on the street, that are actually out there pointing their guns at protesters. Like, those are the people that literally are the racist neo-Nazis or the Proud Boys or whoever they are. They're part of these groups that are the fucking extreme and so they sit there and they compare the two sides as if the left isn't just reacting to the right being really shitty, you know? Like, we're there to defend queer people, you know? We show up so that these Proud Boys don't fucking beat people up on the streets that they don't like. So we beat them up, you know? Like, that's what the left does. And then, like, it's just so, like, a movement to, to end, you know, like, uh, police brutality and racial injustice, and you're gonna complain about like property damage, but you think that holding a more peaceful protest about having a haircut and all this stuff is more legitimate. It's like if you look at what the causes are and not the actual individual actions of what's going on, like it's just so telling and that's I think a thing where people people don't do that. They just assume, you know, oh, there's violence on both sides. But yeah, the violence on one side is targeted. Because there's violence coming at them.
1: It's exactly it. I think it's a weapon on the right. And I think they've, they do it all the time with like media. You see it with all those guys on the right that always try to frame. It's weird. They try to frame Antifa as like some terrorist group that's doing all these things, but also really soft, you know, weak man type, soy boy type persona. So it's kind of, it's kind of a funny thing that they try to do there with that. But like. I think you touched on a good thing as part of that is um, intersectionalism. I think there's intersectionalism among groups, especially on the left, that they all deal with a lot of the same stuff the, um, the top not wanting to give up their level, you know, place in society or whatever. I think there's a lot of that intersectionalism that means a lot to people from anti capitalism that impact a lot of these people that need a leg up. And i think i remember back when like the primary campaigns are going with bernie and he kept talking about like intersectionalism and how that impacts you know racial justice climate justice and all these sort of things of all these different groups and like the democratic perspective or all the libs were like oh that's stupid and doesn't make sense how does um how does climate impact race in that sort of like jargon like can't even understand those, the impact, like it's all just lip service. I think the Democrat, sometimes Democrats do a good job of paying lip service to marginalized groups. But when it comes to actually like producing positive results, it's kind of the same old go around.
2: Uh, side note, Jason, you were talking about the proud boys. Did you see that guy, the The leader was a fucking narc?
0: Oh yeah. Uh, which one? Which-
2: Enrique Otario
0: oh yeah. okay okay since 2012 be, he, he's like the puerto rican dude right yeah and then it switched to some other white dude or yeah whatever yeah which which yeah it's i saw that which is hilarious it's, <laughs> you know, he's be been
2: he's been he's been snitching since 2012 yeah. dude well, it's probably
0: because he got threatened with jail time and was too scared to fucking live well, with yeah. it you know what i mean and i'm like i don't blame him for that like i don't know if i would want to go to federal prison under like hate crimes and terrorism charges sure. that would be fucking terrifying but like yeah yeah being a narc though like
1: i mean yeah, yeah. I, it's
0: it just that shows something about your character if you're just like the only deal you can get is like okay you have to narc on the fucking people that you not closest with i honestly am just like i i don't i say do he that.
2: also got like a he also got like arrested or detained like the january 5th so right before the whole thing it almost feels like oh let's get you to spark this thing And then we'll put you somewhere else because you're, you know, court ordered you to be here or whatever. So you're not actually there. So we can't actually try you or whatever. It seems a little fishy. It's like, man, that's, you got it. I don't know if you, if you're like in a group and your leader is a narc to the feds and you're supposedly anti-fed or whatever, you're like, am I a sucker?
1: It's just a drum up or what is this? Yeah. It does. It makes you question the weird, I don't know. Yeah. Like, that whole movement, I think that that like Proud Boy type bullshit that they, in part of that kind of like masculine thing they try to attach, it's so like phony. It's like a caricature of like what they think it is to be a guy or like smoke cigars or I don't know, eat meat or I don't know, like I don't know, whatever they say they oh, I also feel like. i
0: feel like they're all like the dudes that you know in high school that were super insecure or picked on or whatever which is terrible that they go through that experience right but then they like join the marines and then they think they're like super badass and like really cool just because they were like in the military somehow and then they're like cooler than than everybody now or or maybe they didn't do that but maybe they got a really good job and they make a lot of money so they like throw it around and they're just like yeah I mean, and,
2: then, and guys, then they and then they wear grunt style t-shirts <laughs> you know with american flags on it and they're like i support the troops do you yeah. you know i thought about joining the marines at some point uh, you know i didn't because my dad gave me a job at the garage door business he runs but uh i thought about it and i own a bunch of ar-15s so
0: I, I saw a really funny sticker a side note for this it was like a it, I can't, okay, it was a flag. I was going to say, it wasn't a punisher skull, but it was like a flag, <laughs> and it was like the thin blue line flag, but in the background of the flag, it had, like, whatever fucking part of the Constitution, whatever amendment or part of the Constitution. We the people thingy. Like, like it no, it said something specifically about, like, the right to maintain a, like, well-organized militia. Blah, blah, uh, yeah. Blah, 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 Second right?
2: Amendment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And,
0: like, I just think it's so funny because I'm like... How, what does that have to do with police officers? Because police officers are not a militia. They're not, they're, they might be organized, but they're not fucking maintained or like well organized to reflect what people want them to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're, I don't, I, it was just so, such a contradiction. I was just yeah. like, yeah.
1: It is. It's like a liberty, like they want, they want somehow they want liberty, but like, Donald Trumpism style totalitarianism. Like they want, like both some way. They want like a police state, like heavily. Like I don't know. It's, it's nonsensical. I think that's part of the thing, though, right? It, it it's all about the storyline. It's not necessarily the any <laughs> sort it of. It cons- I, I
2: I heard something really good today, and it was, uh, uh, yeah. So I heard something good from uh, from a different podcast, and it was basically that it's really hard to point people like to, on the right for their contradictions because they don't have any shame. You have to have shame to like make contradictions and ideology work. Like they don't care. <laughs> I mean, they don't actually have an actual rooted ideology, except like I'm going to root for the guy who says things that I like. This is and, America. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> even though like, it, it's, you know, this, the, the fan, the fandom of like Donald Trump and like, you know, I, I, i've been on record of saying like i think donald trump whipped up people different than other people right like but uh, it's like (laughs) he did he ruled like any other normal republican would have like marco rubio or ted cruz could have been the president during the trump years it would have been the same thing just less twitter less news but it would have been the same legislation it would have been the same arguments politically like he didn't do anything that different.
1: <laughs> That's why the Republicans were on board with them. They didn't yeah. care. They're like, oh well, let the circus go on as long as we get our stupid.
2: I mean, look at look at the Democrats who voted with them. You know what I mean? Look how quickly they passed like the arm, like the the new Patriot Act. Like it got through the House and Senate so fast. Like there was no problems with like voting. It wasn't just the Demo- or just the Republicans. It was Democrats too. Oh, this guy's supposed to be. And I know this is like old news, but it's like this guy's supposed to be the next hitler but you're gonna give him just like all powerful spying program to his department of justice and all this the the agencies he has under him like huh increase their budget by billions of dollars you just that just floats through okay you must be really worried about it let's keep voting for nancy pelosi because she's a defender of her freedom just voting that shit
1: through yeah i mean they gotta have their stuff they're all part of that same thing of like military spending mm. I, I i was so like pissed i saw that like and now we're getting lost topic but it is i just have to say i saw like the infrastructure bill that they that joe Manchin tried to like push through and it was compromising the money amount for like the infrastructure what was it it was like 50 something billion when originally yeah. it was like a trillion yeah like what what is that? Like how much money do you spend on the military? And then they can't even muster up more than like 50 billion for like the infrastructure of the United States. A building just collapsed in like Miami and mm-hmm. killed however many untold people. And like, like
2: 120 or something. Yeah,
1: our roads buckled because of the heat on the major highways in the interstate. And like climate change is only gonna make that worse. Obviously the green new deal is the move, but don't tell that to Nancy Pelosi or anybody else. Cause it's, you know, that's, they can't do that politically because they're corrupt. But yeah. I feel like it's a joke, dude.
2: Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty messed up. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, the thing is, they both want, like, no matter what, right? Like, the Democrats or Republicans who are in power, who are these mainstream party figures, they don't actually want a lot of the stuff that they're talking about to come through, right? They don't want, like, because they want to be able to fundraise against the bad guy. They don't want to actually... Have a sweeping majority of Democrats or Republicans? Maybe Republicans do. I think Republicans have a better long game than Democrats do. But like the Democrats want to be able to fundraise against Ted Cruz, against Donald Trump, against I don't know whoever Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, whatever. And and the Republicans the same. They, they want to fundraise off culture war stuff. So they don't actually want to like legislate. They just want to do what they're gonna do.
0: I think that they know especially Joe Biden, they know that they can like s- support these like things that seem really progressive, right? Like this new infrastructure bill, like not that Joe Biden, I don't think he's a progressive at all, but like the- he can support something like that because he knows that there's going to be backlash and like, oh, okay, wait a minute. Like I want to get everyone's support because I'm that kind of guy, you know, like I want there to be bipartisan support. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I get it. Cause you're a politician. And of course, bipartisan support For bills is good and positive thing. But like if it's just a fundamental difference politically where they're like, no, we're gonna make this cruise ship be able to withstand like a million pound bomb or something, (laughs) like that's what we're gonna spend our money on. Not fixing roads, not fixing buildings, not fixing public transit, not any of that stuff, not getting people two thousand dollars during a fucking pandemic. That's the hardest thing to do in the world. But like we're gonna pass this military budget, a okay. And like and that's why they I feel like they, they can talk a big game like you were saying earlier, Jordan. Like they're really good at paying lip service to things and also to like legislation that seems progressive and would be beneficial, but they know that there's gonna be backlash from Republicans and then that's when they buckle and then they're just like, Okay, cool. Well, let's just make this a you know, whatever the Republicans want, and then we'll just kind of throw some of our stuff in there and then we'll call it good, and then they'll still get the praise for at least getting it through. Yeah. Or
2: yeah, the like, watered down bill that isn't anything that looks like it was Medicare for all over all over again uh, or or Obamacare.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they don't. They're just there, like, oh yeah, we're gonna try to pass this, so oh, we can. Okay, well, we'll try to do this. Luckily, I think Bernie is kind of he's put his foot down. Um, you know, power to Bernie on this. I feel like he he's kind of. He's an old guy and he's hanging in there and he's been pushing this progressive way for a long time and it's kind of now just barely, I think, in its beginnings. And I think there is, I personally feel that there's, you can change the Democratic Party from within side through progressivism into more socialist or left politics, but that's a long, that's a long damn haul to do that shit. But it's cool to see Bernie. Ah uh, stand tall and and be like, no, he doesn't approve of this infrastructure package if it doesn't in- include this and this and this. And I think the more that he can grandstand and stand, good power to him. the more that any progressives can do to stand up to this bullshit that's being pushed through from the Democrats and obviously Republicans, they're always bullshit. but like especially with them having the majority, it's like that relic of of the majority like the the filibuster mm-hmm. like they try to per- paint or pretend like Sanders Democrats or neoliberals that, that somehow it's the way you uphold democracy. AOC said it best as if democracies all over the world that don't function with, they function with a simple majority and they do just great. Yeah. Like it's, it's a joke. I mean, democracy isn't,
2: uh, one platform. You know what I mean? There's like multiple varieties of democracy. And I think most countries in the world kind of, have some sort of shitty form about them in one way or the other, but they don't all operate the same. It doesn't mean, you know, that doesn't mean we can't move it around and you know, whatever it's, it's just, it's just a, it's an excuse to not change anything. It's an excuse to not have to do anything, to not pass anything that'll actually hurt their, their own personal bottom lines. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I think it's a good way, like America, American uh, politics are really good at Painting everything in really broad strokes. So, democracy only means this one thing. If you do it this way, that's not American democracy. You know, it's the same thing with, like you said, there's plenty of different versions of democracy out there. There's plenty of versions of socialism, of communism, and people point to one thing Venezuela, Soviet Union, you know, like Cuba, whatever, all like they point to these things where, like, oh, just because there was a humanitarian crisis in this socialist or communist country that must have been because it's a direct link to that system as if humanitarian crises that happen here aren't directly linked to democracy itself. They're not linked to, you know, like our political system, like, and, and so there's just different versions of everything. And that's something that I feel like uh, American politics is really good at painting in really broad strokes. And then American people are really good at buying into that. Mm -hmm. really good at like buying into this only means one thing like if you talk about socialism people still on the right say oh well the nazis were socialists so you're telling me that you want to take jews out like (laughs) killing jews has nothing to do with fucking socialism (laughs) like that is not and nazis have nothing to do with with what socialism actually is like they don't go hand in hand i mean that it's just like what you're saying right now an electoral college doesn't have anything to do with democracy as a whole like, it's just, there's versions of it that people, you know, that we create. We create the political systems. It's so weird that people think they're set in stone. Like, we could make up a completely new political system, and it would be just as viable as anything else. Like, it, I, that's what I don't understand. We made it all up. Like, so
1: we can make more up, you know?
2: The, no, uh, the, sorry, go ahead, Jordan.
1: That sounds American to me. That sounds like I'm not patriotic in any way, shape, or form. But I have a feeling that the American founders, as the shitties they are in a lot of ways, had a feeling that America could change and prosper in all sorts of ways in the future. And for any person on the right to be, like, upholding of these bullshit traditional values that mean nothing and that just obscure benefits that could be – positive benefits that could be produced by Americans, produced for Americans, like – it's a joke like get with it come on
2: i mean it's very uh you know everyone it's referenced all the time or said all the time and bullshit think pieces about politics but like i think it was thomas jefferson who said we should be able to change the constitution like every 17 or 27 years i don't remember the number and that we should also have revolutions or civil wars all the time like because you know his basically thinking was like people change society changes again society changes it progresses it moves forward um and therefore the laws and or governing body of laws have to change as well and it's like for us to continue to try and uphold these ancient institutions that are clearly failing the people like look at the electoral college where i don't remember i don't even know how many million more people are represented in democratic states that or or less represented than people in rural states right if you think of senators and just all that shit and so it's like that clearly wasn't a thing and you know there's that meme online or whatever like oh you know what if you told George Washington or whoever the hell you know about this electoral college stuff and they'd be like what there's 13 co- there's more than 13 colonies like it was never supposed to be as big as it was like it's just kind of silly to to also like try to think as if we are living in the 18th century, uh, 19th century. You know, it's like we don't know.
1: It's a joke. It's just holding us back from change. And there was this thing about somebody want to change the flag, and there was like somebody said on Twitter that they wanted to change the U S flag. And oh my God, what a shitstorm it was for the right. They couldn't even handle the idea that someone would maybe want to alter the U S flag to better represent people in the year 2021. I was just like, I don't care about the flag. Like it doesn't like, I don't, that's yeah, not yeah. my thinking about his topic, but just the idea that it would trigger the right so much that you would have a thought about altering the U S flag or the constitution in any way. Like it's
2: just, I now support it just because of that. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it's just as petty as they are about other things, but yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think that's, we're about over an hour now. Um, and this was a great episode back. We're going to get back on this regular schedule and, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Follow us on our social media, linked in the episode description. Um, Also, there is our storefront. Um, And please subscribe to our Patreon. Bye, friends.
0: Later.